0: A cargo cult? In his book, Surely You're Joking, Mr. Feynman, physicist Richard Feynman tells the story of the cargo cult of Melanesia. During World War II, these primitive islanders had seen colonial officials receive deliveries of valuable cargo by airplane. Thinking this windfall of wealth had come from supernatural sources, they sought to recreate the conditions that brought it. So, Feynman says they made imitation runways with fires along the sides, they built a hut for a man to sit in with wooden headphones and bamboo antennas, and then they waited for the planes to land. A cargo cult has since come to stand for any belief system in which an underdeveloped society engages in superstitious, imitative rituals meant to bring about the goods of a more advanced society. If I read this section of Bugjargal correctly— Hugo saw something similar happening here. It seemed to me that he depicted the black insurgents as having adopted many of the trappings of their oppressor's culture in their own effort to assume a position of power. I noticed it first in the costume of Biasu, a motley collection of garments and emblems with no coherence of time, place, culture, or material He wore coarse blue trousers, a white silk girdle or belt, and a too-short linen waistcoat. He wore the mismatched epaulettes of a British officer, the red cockade of the French Revolution, and silver stars that seemed like military decorations but were really taken from a pair of spurs. His grotto was decorated with the fleur-de-lis of the French monarchy, the tricolor flag of the Republic, a flag of Spain, his own black standard, and other fancily adorned pennons. There was the sacrament of Mass performed by their resident physician-sorcerer-priest, who carried out his duties with affected solemnity. The tabernacle and vessel for the Eucharist stolen from the church at Acul, the cross-handled dagger used in place of a crucifix, the sugar-crate for an altar, on the side of which could be read Dubucion and Company— all in what Dauverny calls a parody of a religious ceremony that he cannot tell whether they mean in good faith. Biasu even imitated his captors, whether out of rivalry or revenge, by making slaves of white children. The truest of slave rebellions would, of course, be a rebellion against slavery per se. But it seems like a hazard of any uprising against oppression that the insurgents might try to reverse the structure of power rather than eliminate it and that to that end, they might imitate features of their former oppressors that are either inessential to their real goals or even inconsistent with them. I hope that makes sense. Basically, I saw here what looked to me like a bit of a cargo cult of power, with imitative symbols and rituals meant to establish their new position of authority.